0: Hi. Welcome to church today. The message you're about to listen to came from a recent gathering at our church. Be encouraged as you enjoy this message. Father, we thank you. We thank you, our bank accounts are full. We thank you, it's good to live in your house. It's very good. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you that we live, we eat the fat of the land. We thank you that when the enemy comes in, Father, you're just the flood. You're the one that goes up, that rises up. And we choose to rise up. We choose to be people who overcome this world. And we say to the beggarly elements of this world, you are not our God. We serve the living God. We praise you and we thank you. Our families, our loved ones are all safe and protected by you. In the name of Jesus Christ, in your kingdom, Father, we just don't look in the natural at the way things are. We look at you. We step out of the boat and we look at you. And we thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We thank you. We thank you for the release of faith this morning in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you, Father, for strong faith, persistent faith energizing faith we have faith in you father it's time for you to show yourself strong and alive and have the streets of London filled with people singing and praising and dancing we thank you for this wonderful weather we thank you you're not answering Rod's prayer thank you thank you thank you thank you you. answer the ones answer our prayers father that are the good ones We thank you for it. We thank you. Thank you. We lift up, Father, your word, and we know it will not return void. Oh, gosh. And we just say thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're at work. Some of us are real work. We thank you that you're at work. We thank you you're causing our thoughts to become agreeable to your will so that your plans succeed and are established through us. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you, we thank you, thank you, thank you, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. I've heard many prophetic people say the season of suddenlies is here, and I started saying it this week, and... It is upon us. God is able to suddenly come and show himself alive. My whole life changed when I read this verse here in Isaiah 50, verse 11. Because I used to get up every day and seek God and read the Psalms and the Proverbs and read his word. And I don't know how I ended up in Isaiah 50, verse 11, but I did. In the amplified, behold, all you enemies of your own selves who attempt to kindle your own fires and work out your own plans of salvation, who surround and gird yourselves with momentary sparks, darts, and firebrands that you set aflame, walk by the light of your self-made fire. And I thought, are you talking to me? (laughs) God, I'm not doing that, am I? we lived in this little tiny end terrace council house in lane end and uh life was kind of tough i had a ford sierra that peter wilkes had given me and i'd let jamie use it to drive to uh, college every day in henley and of course he'd come back and tell rod how the tree had jumped out at him and smashed up the car and then i had gotten closer with Cindy Jacobs who's coming to Chosen this year and I thought I had my plans I thought I'd kind of got it I was learning the word praying the word and then God told me this that I was walking in my own self-made fire and the sparks had kindled for myself. So every day I'd get up, I'd never know what was gonna happen. We'd have all kinds of just the same as it is today. You never know what the day is going to unfold. But I determined, it's when I had begun getting up early in the morning, and I determined that I would be a blessing of fire to others. I would encourage others. But the Lord when he gave me this scripture, spoke to me by revelation, and showed me he had much more in the Holy Spirit for me than I was doing. And so my whole walk began to change. I began to understand there's a different level of the Holy Spirit I could move into if I was willing to let the Holy Spirit be the Holy Spirit. Sometimes we just won't. We're just so minded that we know how to do it this way and this works, and the Holy Spirit's got so much more. And I feel this morning God has got so much more for you. We've been talking about expansion. We've been looking at it. But I felt led to this scripture again, and I thought, what? (laughs) You know, because it's humbling when you come to God and you think the Holy Spirit is leading you, You think you're praying the word, you think you're doing good, and you're walking aligned with God, but then he tells you you're actually walking in your own fire. (laughs) And that's so humbling, it's actually humiliating. And so I remember, was running around, getting connected with all these other prayer ministries and Getting known, quote, on the field, and I didn't ask ever to be known in the body of Christ. I just wanted to obey God and get things right. And I was very blessed, but I knew that we needed to move into London. And so I've had about 10 things going on in me, and I'm going to share some of them with you. But I want you to really get this message. We are called to be worshipping warriors. We're not called to be just worshippers or just warriors. We're called to be worshipping warriors in the heat of the battle. And I've been through many battles, many trials, never beyond what I can handle, although there have been many times I think I can't handle this. And I certainly, like you, I look at what God wants me to do and I think, oh, it's bigger than his dream for you is bigger than your dream for yourself. But you can't walk in it in your own fire. It has to be The Holy Spirit's for. I'm going to get these tissues. I guess they were here for me. I thought they were for you. God provides. He does. He always provides. All my life, since I was a little girl, God has provided. Sometimes suddenly... Unexpectedly, sometimes there's a knowing. I know that's my coat, or I know that's my school, or I know that's my boat. I used, to, I used to always know some things, wish I didn't know them. But sometimes God would just surprise me. My own natural father was a very kind, generous man, and he blessed me. Dolly, he used to call me Dolly. I had the nickname Tweedles, actually was my nickname. It was my first stinky. <laughs> And don't think you're going to go online and get into all my stuff because you're not. <laughs> but there, I've said it now anyway, Tweedles. So there are times when I've found it easy to come to God and let the Holy Spirit work a work in me because I knew it wasn't to be in my own fire. And I just want to challenge you before we receive communion at the end here. Are you doing stuff in your own energy, in your own fire, with your own heart? Or are you actually doing what God wants you to do? Because doing what God wants you to do is not easy. I remember living in, in uh, where did I live in L.A. then? I lived in Reseda, I think. I can't remember where I lived. No, I must have lived in Brentwood or Beverly Hills or somewhere. Anyway, I remember remember God pulling me on my heart somewhere over there in in that nice weather. I liked my life. And I stood in Beverly Hills on Rodeo Drive one day and I thought, I like this. This is great. This is me. I like this. And then I thought, but it's actually not right to live there when I'm so full of hope and I know there are people over here in the rain and the grey as it normally is, often is, sometimes is. It's getting better. And uh, i got to take them hope. And I remember going to church that morning the hiding place in Beverly Hills. And I remember somebody came up, and you probably heard me say it before, they tapped me on the back. And they said, you're from London, aren't you? You're from England. And I went, yeah, but it was like, so what? I used to try and hide it, <laughs> you know either because people would say they love your accent or they just pull you out. And they said, well, you're the English girl. And it was about 800 people in the church. And most of them were actors or singers or musicians. They were all professional. It was a very professional church. So I was used to looking over and seeing the Baywatch guy. I can't remember his name, David Hasselhoff. Anyway, you, you, you get used to, like, looking around and seeing, oh, yeah, I know that guy and his girlfriend who, at the time who was Catholic. So I want you to get used to seeing people coming in and sitting down. Because if you, if you don't, <clears throat> it's going to be awkward. Okay. <laughs> Staying focused. Don't walk in your own fire. So I remember being in that, oh, look at this, you're so good. <laughs> See, if you want to come sit up in the front listening to the heckling. He came in this morning when I was getting prepared and I was asking the Holy Spirit to show up, you know. You really need to show up. And God came in and he said, okay, so you're English. So I was like, yeah. So he said, so I'm going to pray for some English weather. I said, go ahead. It didn't work. <laughs> now you say so anyway I just finished a story about being in the church in LA because they tapped me on the shoulder and said they were walking down Bayswater Road and they'd seen a guy with long hair, kind of greasy hair and on the back of a leather jacket he said no hope and I just fell, I mean I just burst and sobbed and fell on the floor I couldn't bear it What do you mean, no hope? We're full of hope. We are full of hope. You don't think you are because there's an enemy who roams around trying to knock you off your perch. But you have to know when to step out, when you're getting a bit burned out, when to step back, take a rest. But I want to talk about being a warrior of worship a little bit. I want you to think about it for this month. Because you feel like worshiping is another level. God's got an upgrade for all of us, and we're kind of, some of us stepping into it, some of us knowing life's going to get better. It's going to get better. We're not here by accident. I was thinking we're here with a divine assignment, and there's a couple of things I have to do today. We have to pray for Belgravia and all the rich intellectual lot of London who live in this area, and we have to pray for the royal family. So help me. Let's just do that now. Father, we just lift up the royal family, and we speak grace, grace, grace to them in Jesus' name. Grace, grace, grace to their mountain of human obstacles, this critical spirit that won't allow them to make a mistake. We pray, Father, that they're enjoying the season of their family being extended, becoming multiracial, Father. All kinds of changes, all kinds of suddenness, all kinds of new things. And we pray that they won't walk in their own self-made fire, Father, but in Jesus' name, they will begin to walk by the light of your Spirit. We thank you for the increase, coming to them, that they live in a house of abundance, much, much more. We bless them in Jesus' name. And, Father, we pray in the name of Jesus Christ for this whole area. We pray, Father, for these cars that race around. We pray for the material gods and goddesses. We pray you can fall. You are fallen already in the spiritual realm. And we as Christian believers, thank you, Father, for salvation coming to every person in this square mile here. In the name of Jesus, for a flood and an increase of revelation. In the name of Jesus, Father, we thank you. They won't keep competing against each other's houses or cars or stuff. It's temporal. Father, we break the power of that, and we thank you for just coming in, breaking through. In Jesus' name, we thank you for shift. We thank you, people who are walking by this morning, drawn to the music, drawn to the sound. We thank you there will be singing on these streets, dancing, the children will be stirred, creativity is being stirred. Father, they're brilliant. there's some brilliant people who live in this square mile who know a lot. They have a lot of knowledge. And we pray that it won't puff them up, but it will help them in the name of Jesus Christ. And we thank you. We thank you. The time of fulfillment is here. We declare. We declare it's here. In the name of Jesus Christ, we thank you. We thank you. We speak peace, we speak peace and breakthrough in Jesus' name. Father, the devil has plans for bad, but you have plans for good. So we break the power as your children, that we love people aggressively and we pray for them in the name of Jesus and we thank you. Thank you. Now we just roll the care of it, Holy Spirit, for you to do it. When the time of preparation meets the time of fulfillment, the Holy Ghost takes over. We're not here by accident. We're here by divine appointment. We really are. And I was thinking about Her Majesty, and I was thinking about how much she has to deal with, and I don't know how many of you pray for her, but I feel, I feel the change that's coming to our whole nation to all the nations and friends in america you know just like blown away an american divorcee an actress is going to marry into the royal family have children i'm like what's the big deal i mean i think the whole world is going to start seeing you know being english means freedom being english doesn't mean you're stuck up It means you know who God is. You understand, majesty. Hello. Come on, we're changing the face of how the world looks at us as a nation. Oh, my gosh, we must get it right. Well, we got it right. Sorry if that offends you, but you know what? We got it right. We got right with God. We were the nation that sent the gospel more than any nation. Did we get hammered for it? Yeah, we got hammered. Have we been hammered from Europe? Yes. Now come on, let's pray for Brexit. Come on, Father. In Jesus' name, we say grace, grace, grace. We're not going to walk by the light of our own fire. We thank you. Your will, your will, your will be done. Amen. So I've been thinking a lot about (coughs) war and battle. And many times I think we just think we can just walk out in the earth. Yeah, give it to. Well, God told me to do it, so i got to obey God, not you. I've got to obey God. God said, I've got to pray this morning. I said, okay. (laughs) You see, we live in the earth, but we actually live, in the heavenly realm, that's what we belong. We, we're not citizens of this earth. We're citizens of heaven, and that means we're not sick. We're not unemployed. We don't know. We're not wandering around wondering what we're doing. We did have a great day yesterday. I made a decision yesterday to enjoy the day, enjoy my husband. Guess what? He cooked a big fillet steak on our barbecue. Woohoo! It was good. It was good. You know, never mind the cars, never mind the challenges, never mind all of that. Just enjoy the day. Sometimes you need to just enjoy the day. Enjoy the Holy Ghost. Enjoy it. Because we look at our problems, and it's good that you did Um. Well, some people say Habakkuk. Some people say Habakkuk. I don't know. I say whatever works. (laughs) So can you put Habakkuk one up? Habakkuk, some people say, one. Here's Habakkuk. He was looking around. He was worried. Okay. He was just looking around and he was worrying about the circumstances. He was worrying what was going to happen in the future. He was worrying. Okay. And here's what God said to him. Hey, you know what? (laughs) I'm putting into effect a work in your days such as you would not believe it if it were told you. Do you know that you kind of know deep in your spirit God's doing something great? You kind of know that deep down. But on the other hand, it's kind of you'd like to know it specifically, have it written out. But things are being put together. One time I was in such a hurry to get over to prayer school in Westminster when we were leading the strategic prayer school and we were mobilizing a lot of intercession. And the Lord said, why don't you just slow down? I went, okay. I thought I had to be there at 11. And it was like 10.15. I was getting dressed and getting out the door and I had to go over there and park and all that stuff. God said, I'm working a work. You are worrying about situations that took a long time to happen. Some people you're praying for, they got into that kind of thinking mindset their whole life. And you expect to pray one prayer, one little prayer and snap your fingers. You know, God doesn't work like that. He works faithfully to his word day by day. Little by little. So here, whether you say Habakkuk or Habakkuk, it doesn't make any difference. You know where we are. Here, the guy was looking around. And he was saying that in verse 7, the Chaldeans, have you say that, are terrible, they're dreadful. Their justice and dignity pursued only from themselves. Here there were all these people. Sometimes, you know, you, you might walk down Knightsbridge or Sloane Street or somewhere around here, and you think, my God, how can they live like that? Sometimes I watch stuff on the TV, and I think, my God, how can they live like that? But they do, and they look up to that. And while you're looking down on it, you're seeing more, much more. Okay, so what was happening was over in verse 2, I mean chapter 2, verse 1, Habakkuk, he goes, okay, I know I've been rash to talk out plainly this way to God. I will in my thinking, I will in my thinking, what do you think about the future? I will in my thinking stand upon my post of observation. And station myself on the tower or the fortress. And I'll watch and wait to see what he'll say within me. You know, I work for the Beatles and I work for the Beatles manager who lived over here on Chapel Street. And I know I have authority in the realm of the spirit over the music business. And I command it to shift. And I command the songs of this year that God has planned to become popular in the streets. I command it. We agree, right? It's going to happen. It's going to happen. I know that I know that some of the battles some of you are going through and some of the stuff we go through is part and parcel of to do with that persecution of just saying never mind. Listen, I'm not perfect. But I'm doing my best to be like Jesus. And listen, I spend more time listening than I do praying, as a matter of fact. And I watch and see what he will say within me. And he tells me I'm okay. Just keep going. That's what he tells me, keep going. I'm like, but it's impossible. The whole world is listening to music that causes their flesh to rock and roll. I'm coming against the whole world. And he's like, well, what did I do? Sometimes God isn't faithful to you. He's like faithful to himself because he knows more than we know. Yeah. Rod said he's making the impossible possible with us. Do you know that six months ago, I thought all these publishers would just be happy to read my story, and it was about the Beatles and the Rolling Stones, so they'd sell lots of books, and what's the problem? Then it started hitting me. That the world is going in a different direction. The world is going with self-publishing, digital and online and all that stuff. And I need to just get with the program. Some of you need to get with the program, not walk in your own fire. You know that God's called you. I just happened to glance out the window and it said 100 million on a bus. And I thought, oh, go away. Because God's been trying to get me to think like he thinks. He's been working on me a long time. It's to do with giving. It's to do with integrity. It's to do with walking uprightly. Jesus said, The Prince of this world comes, but he's got nothing in me. I'm going to ask you, what triggers you? What causes you to lose your peace? You have security in having money in the bank, you have security in being well. You have security in having your family all around you. You have security in being good-looking and and <gasps> <laughs> I didn't say it. <laughs> I didn't say it. You're a man of the word, and I celebrate that in you. But the season of suddenness has come. You know, suddenly means Suddenly. God can just show up. He hasn't yet with us. We're just kind of feeling after it. Okay, but we are listening. We are doing what Habakkuk did. We are standing on our watch base. And I remember when I worked for Brian Epstein, I remember looking at this letter, an A5 letter that just came from the head of EMI, And it said, dear Brian, the boys are now number one in every nation in the world, except two or three, where they wouldn't have rock and roll. And I know Poland was one of them, and I think it was Russia. I forget. Anyway, they wouldn't have rock and roll in Eastern Europe. And I remember thinking, and you've heard me say this before, how can one song be popular around the whole earth? But that's what it was. In six years of recording, they totally changed the face of the 60s. You know, that's kind of eye-opening. And you guys know how to record. It's no good sitting there wondering, what can I do? Just get on and do what you can do. Okay? You just have to get started. You have to just... (sighs) Look at Habakkuk. He said... I'm going to listen what answer I will make as his mouthpiece. You know, it may be humiliating what God asks you to do, but you know what? Revivals start with a few people. They do. They start with a few people. Don't let it be me in the music business. Would you shut up and get him out? (laughs) I don't want to do it do that i want to stay hidden but revival might just start with us but we're all kind of trying to play church still listen i do it too <laughs> oh i know i've i know i've been rash to talk out plainly this way to god this god and me we talk openly i ask him what's the word for this month he said me You want a word for the month? Me. The whole Bible is good. There's tons of scripture that are amazing. And I'm just amazed because Habakkuk said, I will make an answer as his mouthpiece. Do we think we're going to be, what's the word, pursued by the world to ask why we get in these places, why we do what we do, why we sing what we do, why we drive nice car. You know why? Because we're God, because we live with God. And it's like, but that's not anything to do with, that's rubbish. No, it isn't rubbish. You live in a realm that is adverse to heaven, and yet God has given you the power to govern He's given you the. He's given you everything you need. Am I telling myself? Of course I am. Am I walking in my own fire? No, not any longer. I, I don't want to walk in my own fire. I don't want to be a chirpy little person that encourages everybody else. You know what I want? I want to walk in the Holy Ghost. I want the Holy Ghost to show up on the BBC. I want the Holy Ghost to show up. I want the Holy Ghost to show up in Parliament. I want the whole of Europe to begin to see and understand and recognize. Hey, don't mess with the UK. Don't mess with us. We've got it right. We love God. We love God. And we're not afraid to say. The church is, the lid is coming off the church. I remember when Rod was taken into hospital, the first message God gave me was one that he taught me years ago from Exodus 16:16 about the overcomer. We weren't all overcoming. Now, you're joking. You shouldn't mess with us about our finances, about our health. You shouldn't mess with us about second best. We're not interested in second best. We're interested in long life, being satisfied. We're aggressive about our worship. We're aggressive about our Life, our future, you think a, you think a theater is a big deal to God? Of course it isn't. Bring it on. hundred million. What is it? But that's not the issue. But do I have to deal with Monday mornings and needing ten thousand or five thousand or three thousand or whatever? Yes. Just the same as you. You're going to get up tomorrow morning and have to deal with stuff? Yes. And how are you going to do it? With the words of your mouth, with the thoughts of your mind. (laughs) You're going to do it. You are going to do it. Okay. So he, it's just three little books. Okay. Go to Habakkuk three, Habakkuk three. (coughs) Now, a few months ago, I guess it was last year, they asked me to put um chosen, you know, write the vision. Well I couldn't. I gotta drink some more water, hang on. I couldn't, but God took me to this verse in Habakkuk three one. I was blown away that you may mention that this morning because my own son said that doesn't tell me anything. <coughs> I said What are you talking about? Suppressed, set to wild, enthusiastic, triumphal music. That's the vision. Praying in the Holy Ghost and making a declaration. You said it was the word of the Lord. I'm beginning to step into some things that I haven't stepped out of the boat on before. I haven't wanted to. Nobody else is saying it. So I better just say it. Okay? And the truth is, we are going to change the way the world looks at the church, looks at our nation, looks at life, spiritual life, eternally. We're going to do it. You and I. I ain't doing it alone. (coughs) I can assure you. I'm not doing it alone. I'm not doing it without you. Habakkuk 3. So... Most of my prayer in the last year has been in the overcoming realm, doing it in worship. The worship lifts and lifts and lifts and lifts, and it focuses on God. And that's when you get strong, right? And so, look what happened over here in verses 17, 18, and 19. You know, you're having a hard time. Do you want to say you're having a hard time? Do you want to back off, back up? Sure, you're having a hard time. It's hard. We're not down here forever. We have light, momentary, temporary afflictions. You know, and I, I said to God one day, you know, it's not fair. You have me on a short reign. I am not allowed to do things that other people get away with. Huh? I'm not. I get like the short reign thing. Why? I don't know why. I just asked one day, and he said, others may, you may not. (laughs) That is unfair. Others may, you may not. Okay, so when I'm going through a hard time, this is my confession. Yet I will rejoice, verse 18, in the Lord. I will exalt in the victorious God of my salvation. The Lord God is my strength. My personal bravery, my invincible army, he makes my feet like hind's feet. He will make me to walk and not stand still in terror, but to walk and make spiritual progress upon my high places of trouble, suffering, or responsibility. Listen, I try to give stuff away. I've tried to give Jean stuff and Gosha stuff. No, thank you. They don't want it. I'm like, give it to Rob then. No, he's going to watch the TV. He's not going to take my care. You're not going to take my responsibility. Okay? You have been given a responsibility from heaven. You can't do what I can do and I can't do what you can do. I can't. I can't do that. So when you get in in an intense time, you say, oh, God, you know, let me off the hook. Let me just go back to heaven. It was easier up there. Of course you want heaven on earth. It's easier because there's nobody arguing. There's nobody contending. There's no hostility. There aren't any giants. (laughs) Everybody's calm and happy and healed. And not pain, not in pain. They're all in love with Jesus. Their needs are met. They're not bickering. They're not having a go. There's no fear. There's no fear up there. And sometimes I think it is so unfair to be down here and have faith. We do have faith. We have nation-changing faith. We have world-changing faith. Like Rod said, we are a small group, but we are so powerful. Guy, we're mighty. Why? Because we know the word. And because you guys know how to sing and play your instruments skillfully. And you know what? Satan just hammers you in some place. He figures he can hammer you till you rise up and say, Excuse me, I don't think so. <laughs> Excuse me, back off back off, I'm not the poor of London, I'm not the sick of London, I'm not the helpless of London, I have hope in my future, and you start quoting the word, and you start saying, hey, bug off, because I'm making spiritual progress on my high places. When I'm in a trial, I have to tell myself to read it. I am making spiritual progress on my high places of trouble, suffering, and privation. I am making progress. may not look like it to you, but on the inside, I am making progress. I am making progress. Don't look around. Don't look around. Because suddenly, suddenly God can show up, and when he does, it's all over. Everything is all over. Everything is all over, and I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful that he keeps me on the straight and narrow path. I'm so thankful that he keeps me on a short chain. Yesterday, normally, I would have spent all day in the Word, and I thought, you know what? It's a lovely day. Hey, you want to cook those steaks? (laughs) Sometimes faith is just showing God that you're not actually wound up. Sometimes showing faith is just doing the opposite. The opposite to being afraid. The opposite to getting it right in your own way, you know. So what is the word for this month? That I am increasing in revelation. That's your prayer. I'm increasing in revelation. I am increasing in revelation. It's not that you're think you're better than everybody else you work with. It's just you are increasing. You have to tell yourself, I'm, in, I'm increasing. Though the fig tree does not blossom, verse 17, there's no fruit on the vines. Though the product of the olive Oh, fails and the fields yield no fruit, there's nothing happening. No, the flock is cut off from the fold, and there are no cattle in there there's just nothing happening. Where are all the record deals? Where are all the, where's all the music being turned up? It's not happening. but suddenly, but suddenly, but suddenly, God, suddenly, suddenly, God comes to. you, you know it was God. I know God put me in the jobs and the places and the marriage and the church and where he wants me. I know. When we talked last month, gosh, it seems like 10 years ago, but it was actually only last month about going beyond. Now we're actually, we are beyond. Now we're singing beyond. There's your mum. Hey, it's great. It's great. So, I just want you to be thinking about how you look at the hard times and your perspective. Because the perspective that we look at things is really kind of important. And we're just about to move into this time where he's saying, I am your healer. I am your healer. I am your healer. It's big. It's a whole nother realm. It's a whole nother place. Okay? You're increasing in light and revelation. You're increasing in the knowledge of the word. You know what? All that rubbish in High Wycombe, you just command it. Did you hear me last time? I said command it to shut up. Command it. You think you're done. I thought I was done with some battles, and God said, go down and command it to stop. All right, now we're going to receive communion, and I want you to think about any place you get triggered. In other words, (laughs) that's triggered, right? I know, I'm not telling you. (laughs) where I get triggered. And you know what? It's some past hurts, past wounds, past disloyalties, past places where I trusted and my trust was broken. Go ahead and serve it. Yeah, it's fine. And I want you to be thinking, what are things from the past that I I never overcame that? You know, I never, I never had what I really wanted to have. I always got second best. Thanks. I'll take a little one. <laughs> Just let this be a time. If somebody wants to come and play piano. That's fine. Just ask the Holy Spirit to reveal to you where you're going to make some progress. Amen. We'll take it all together in a minute. Ask the Holy Spirit to show you where you're not stepping out of the boat, where you're being rebellious, where you're being isolated. People get isolated in trials because they don't know the word. It's like we were listening to Jesse Duplandis, and he said, every time you don't come to church, you miss out on your faith, on money. You miss out. Okay? Thank you. Thank you. Just let the Holy Spirit come and bring you strength. And Next time it looks like it's going to be bad, start saying, I am making progress. On oh, my high places, I'm making progress. I am making progress. I am making progress. Habakkuk three: 18 and 19. I'm making progress. You can put it up if you want to. Faith comes by hearing. Faith comes. I have to remind myself when it gets pretty intense, hey, I'm making progress right now. Because what the Lord God is, my strength, my personal bravery. God's with me. He's my invincible army. He makes my feet like hinds feet, and he makes me to walk. I'm not standing still in terror. I'm walking. I'm making spiritual progress. One time it happened, and I said... I'm making spiritual progress. You should just back off. And everything stopped. And I said, actually, on second thoughts, I'm making spiritual progress. That's kind of a silly prayer, but, you know, I did it anyway. You have to know that you know that God is with you. You're going to walk in the midst of darkness and you've been brought out of darkness You know, I knew when we went to the Reading football stadium, somebody freaked out they were going to lose their house. I'm like, because they were going to be a trustee of the ministry, and trustees of the ministry in those days were financially responsible. But it was okay. I said, don't be a trustee. God always will give you the wisdom. If you see somebody not doing much, it's because they don't have God's wisdom in them. That's very heavy. If you have God's wisdom in you, you're going to be making progress. So, Father, we just choose to break any covenants that we've made with darkness. We want to be used by you. We want you to be our healer this month as we start into this new Hebraic season. We thank you. We thank you for the lifting up. We thank you for the body that was broken for us. In Jesus' name, let's take the bread together. Thank you for the price that was paid. Just amazing. We couldn't afford it. Thank you. We thank you we're the healed of the Lord. We thank you for every person under the sound of my voice, Father, right now. Healed, made whole because of the cross of Christ. We thank you. And we lift up this cup, symbolic of the blood that was spilled, the blood that was shed, and we thank you. We thank you that we are increasing in light and revelation. In Jesus' name, let's go ahead and drink it together. We lift up the cross of Christ over Knightsbridge and Belgravia. We thank you for the meaningful way you come into lives, during their dreams, during the night seasons. We thank you, Father, the church becomes relevant. We thank you for the wedding that's taking place. We thank you for the royal family and the head of the church, Her Majesty. We thank you thank you for the relevancy praise you and thank you we thank you that you've given us time to pray in these next couple of weeks whatever we thank you and praise you thank you and praise you there's enough time father for your angels to come in a moment suddenly the angel appeared angel appeared to mary and she was totally blown away. How can this be? I haven't even been with a man. But Lord, I thank you. I thank you for the suddenlies that are coming into our lives, into our families' lives, into the royal family, into our nation. We thank you into, through the BBC, through the media. We thank you for the extraordinary suddenlies that are coming. I thank you for the suddenlies. I thank you for the way you come. I thank you, Father, for the way you come, just when we're not expecting it. Listen, pull hard on God's heart. Pull hard. He's relational. He came. I was not expecting him to speak to me as I walked across the floor in Keith Richards' living room. I wasn't expecting to have a visitation, but it happened so suddenly. And it, as to this very day, is alive in me. I wasn't expecting three years later to be taken up out of my body and go to heaven and go to hell. I wasn't expecting that. But it happened so suddenly. The angel just said, turn around, turn around. I just turned around because I didn't know what else to do. And I looked through the trees and there was this fireball coming in the sky. Jesus. I know I know I'm working my, my salvation. I understand it. But it's more alive to me, that other realm, than this realm. Make sure that heaven and the other realm is more alive to you, that you know the timing of God, that you know when bad stuff comes, you just say, Thank you, I'm making progress. Thank you. Thank you, God. Thank you that you're healing my soul. You're healing my soul. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you that I will be responsible. <sighs> Thank you, Jesus. I won't walk in my own fire. I'll walk by the fire of your spirit. Just pray quietly and pray and ask God what are you expecting him to suddenly do he doesn't mind being asked he knows he knew my heart i couldn't take any more i can't take any more bang and then suddenly it changes suddenly the picture changes thank you just thank you for an impression we thank you for your peace we thank you for your peace I made some decisions the other day and then I couldn't sleep that night at all and then the next morning I got up and I sent some emails and I reversed the decision and made it what God wants. Many times we just want to add on to what God wants to do. You don't need to. You don't need to do what God's given you a piece to do. Be yourself and just do what God's told you to do. And you will stand before kings. Kings. Oh hola basten la bacan di andan da ste this is church connecting to god and asking him and receiving hola bahamre da ste nda brondo con di entiende ste mente c'e This is yours. Once you stand up, we're going to sing. I'm not sure what we're going to sing yet, but we're going to sing and we're going to give God our voices. We believe you've really enjoyed this message. For further information, visit www.commonwealthchurch.org and feel free to join us on any Sunday.